Hey, guys, Scott Prather, ESPN 1420. I've got breaking sports news. DraftKings is live in Louisiana with daily fantasy sports. That means you can begin playing right now. To welcome in the new football season, DraftKings is giving all new players a free shot at a million dollars during week one. So if you haven't tried DraftKings yet, it is the perfect time to do it. Go download the DraftKings app and use code 1420. Let me tell you about DraftKings. It's really simple. I downloaded it. Very, very user-friendly. You pick your lineup, you stay under the salary cap, and then you watch your team compete against the competition. You know what makes watching a game even more exciting? When you also have a free shot at giant, huge cash prizes. And when you're perfecting your daily uh, fantasy skills, don't don't forget to check out the DraftKings free-to-play pools. There's even more cash up for grabs there. So let me tell you guys one more time, download the DraftKings app now and use code 1420 for a limited time. New players can get a free shot at a million dollars during week one. Don't miss out on the action. That's code 1420 only at DraftKings. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Guys, do it. Download the DraftKings app and use code 1420. Welcome back into the great Scott show. The great sports callers open think tank on a Friday. I'm Scott Prather and joining me now is the deputy director of athletics and external operations for Louisiana's region Cajuns. Nico Yanko on the line with us. Good morning, Nico. What is up? Scott, what's going on, my man? It's awesome to be here with you this morning, but it's very awesome to hear your intro song here for this segment. I, I feel uh, honored that you had the BC Boys jamming here this morning with, with Sure Shot. That's, that's, that's a way to get your morning going. You see, every, every, every guest that comes on has to answer the question of what their favorite Beastie Boys song is. And most of them will know a few, and so they'll name one. A few, like, you know, perhaps Dr. Maggard will be like, I, I don't know any. Um, and then... <laughs> Every now and then, there'll be one like you that legit has, like, read the book and knows all the albums like me. So, you know, this isn't – you're not pandering for me here. I mean, you're legit, like, uh, you know, you, you, you like your whole life you've been listening to the boys. No doubt. No doubt. I was lucky. My my dad growing up would uh, always get me introduced to the Beastie Boys, and obviously um, – you know, for me, it's it's life is the ill man. But Paul's boutique is just such a classic. Um, you go into ill communication, all the way up until you know, even the some of the stuff. You know, um, even after you know, hello nasty and all that. Man, what what just a what a group of guys that can completely transform. You know, not just hip hop but music. Man, that's just awesome to hear. So Iconic. I love it. Yes, I'm a huge Iconic. So ill fan. communication was your favorite Beastie Boy albums. What's your What's your favorite Beastie Boy song of all time? Oh man, you know that's actually a really hard question for me. Just it's like, because it's like, it's like Sophie's Choice, kind of. You know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard. Probably depends on the mood I'm in, right? Like. Um, I don't know what, what, what's yours. What's yours? Because I, I mine is, mine is actually mine is actually past the mic, um, which that's not okay. a fav, that's not a like number one for most. Number two's probably sure shot, and then I just I love like you know I mean I, I love stuff on Hello Nasty. I mean I love Remote Control, Intergalactic's yeah. a classic. Um, you know, you, you mentioned Paul's Boutique. I mean Shake Your Rum Shadrack. Those are great. Yeah. Um, now hit it from the original album, Sabotage. I mean, you, even even some of the yeah. more recent stuff that aren't as popular, 
you know, off to the five bureaus or hot sauce committee part two. There's some, oh, if, yeah. you, if you, it, they, they weren't commercially everywhere. I mean, they had a few that were off of to the five boroughs that were, you know, in 04 that they played a lot right when it yeah. was released, but it, it didn't reach the yeah. popularity the other albums did. But if you go back and listen, man, there's some, there's a couple of home runs in there. I mean, you could, you could, you could listen like the early two thousands are now and people wouldn't be able to tell what year they made it. I think that's what I love about it, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it's, it, they're classics man. and they stick with it. They're always, you know, even if we were to roll one of those songs out, I think you'd see everybody getting into it too, man. That's, that's the fun part, man. We're going to, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. The, no, you, 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 right. so you, you, you got to make sure that it's, you know, some beastie boy songs are on the playlist at Cajun field this year. <laughs> Heel? I'll see that up with, with right. Jake Longnecker there. there we'll we make go. sure it happens. We're three and a half minutes in, and everyone's like, guys, shut up. If you want to do a Beastie Boys <laughs> podcast, do it on your own time. Um, <laughs> so with that, you mentioned Cajun Field. Yeah, well, let's 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 talk some Rage Cajun athletics. I know uh, so much focus is on football right now, but soccer, yeah. volleyball, there's, there's other stuff going on right now, and, and everyone's excited about Texas, and I know you are too, but – there's some other things you're really fired up about right now. No doubt. You know, we got a lot of great things going on in the sports park all around and really all around campus. I mean, it's an exciting time to be a Raging Cajun, as we know. Uh, has certainly, um, had, you know, they clearly got off of the, their first home win there over at the, the track and soccer complex last week. Uh, they actually have a game later today. Uh, same with volleyball. Volleyball's got a couple matches against USC Upstate today. Uh, as well as Southern Illinois. So I know they're on a roll with new head coach Christy Gray. So it's really exciting to see the energy with all of our sport programs. But uh, I'll tell you what, you know, that soccer team's pretty fired up. I know they got a rough uh, patch of SEC competition, but as we know, competition only makes you stronger. And when you're playing ranked opponents like Tennessee and and others, you know, that's a great opportunity for them to – you know, galvanize and, and get back. And when we get into conference play or stuff here later in the season for Coach Key and the crew, I'm really excited to see what they can do. They're very talented now. Um, I know they had a rough one last night against Kentucky, but these girls, they're they're competitive. And, and Coach Key, as you guys know, is, is a tenacious guy. And, and Coach Gray, from the volleyball perspective, uh, she's brought a whole new type of energy to that volleyball team. And I'm excited to see them continue to, to you know, learn the chemistry and get out there and have some fun with it. So they're, they're pretty rocking and rolling right now too, which has been fun to see. Um, but other than that, you know, things are great. You know, today I do have to say, I have to wish coach Gary Broadhead, happy birthday. I know I already sent him a text, but I do want to say that publicly here. You know, that's another great thing going on today. And, uh, you know, for us just here in Lafayette, uh, you got to throw a shout out to that little league world series team, man. What a, what a great group of ambassadors for our community. That's great to see. So, uh, and then, you know, for us, Scott, you know, as we're getting ready to ramp up here, we got a lot of meetings coming up today. I hope everybody's staying safe with uh, whatever's to come here in the next, you know, 48 hours or so with uh, the hurricane, but just some things for us to be cautious of there. Um, but man, who's getting ready for football season right now, right? How exciting is this? Top 25 football team, you know, the AP and, and the, uh, the AFCA coaches poll, uh, you know, you're top number 23 in the nation right now, Scott, with that, that team led by Billy Napier. This is going to be something fun. ESPN 1420. Yeah. The most anticipated football season in in school history, in my mind, um, and then a trip to to Texas to start it. I I remember the last time UL went to Texas, it was two thousand and five, and the final score was sixty to three. And 
you know, the team actually had a good season that year. They had they went on to have a winning record. Texas ended up winning the national title that year, by the way. They were the best team. But I just I just fast forward sixteen years later where the program is now. Um and legit. I think no one's surprised that the Cajuns are in the top twenty five. The only surprise would have been if they weren't preseason ranked top twenty five. And I know Coach Napier is saying, you know, doesn't mean anything. We haven't done anything yet. Um from a fan standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, Nico, uh, whenever you're on network TV and it's one of, I think, only three matchups in college football week one on that Saturday where it's two teams in the top 25 battling it out, it's it's not just a marquee matchup for the Cajuns. It's one of the top college football marquee matchups in the entire country week one. So it's not conference, I get it, but the opportunity – that from a from a branding standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, that uh, that is right there for the Cajuns in Week One, as the deputy director of athletics and external operations, in your mind, working over there, what do you view Week One at in terms of potential impact when it comes to the marketing aspect of it, the branding aspect of it, and obviously. You know, you could talk about the football opportunity, but I think everyone already knows what's on, what's at stake there. But from the other side of it, what does Week One present in your mind when it comes to that athletic department? As always, Scott. You know, anytime you get an opportunity to to go out there and kick off against another ranked opponent, it's fun to say another ranked opponent, right? Like we're you know because we're ranked and we're going to go over there, and we're going to have some fun with this. But you're going to do this on Fox Sports, man, and then that's when you're going to get millions of eyeballs dialed in on your university, our university here, the University of Louisiana, our community of Lafayette and Acadiana. And, you know, that's a four-hour infomercial for the great things that we get to talk about day in and day out. Um, you know, we're really excited to go over there and, and watch this team go and compete. And I know Coach Napier, and, and I think we all have seen how he is a uh, he, he is so dedicated to his preparation and those processes to really, you know, close up any chinks in the armor. And, and I know that we're going to be a disciplined team over there. We're going to focus on the fundamentals, and uh, and hopefully we go over there and, and and get get this thing done and have some fun with it. So, uh, for me, I'm really excited to see us display and represent Acadiana proudly here. Uh, and I know Coach Napier and that team are hungry, and they are working their tails off right now in preparation to get over there and and really put on a good showing. And, and let's go over there and, and shock the world a little bit. Let's have some fun with this. So, uh, I'm excited for it. You know, when you're talking about the viewership that comes with that that Fox. Uh, you know, platform, if you will, that's impressive. And uh, for us, when you talk about media mentions and, and we've done all the right things and growing our digital strategies and uh, really putting us in a great position to, to capitalize the momentum that we're building right now, this is a, this is a fun year, man. And, and I'll tell you, this is, this is something that you don't see at a lot of programs that provides us an opportunity here to really showcase the great things going on with our university, but also the momentum building behind this football program. And as we always say, Scott, right, if, if, the, the athletic department is the front porch of the institution. Our, our football program is the welcome mat, right? And that's for us an opportunity to really go out there and shine for our, our institution. And, and, and it hopefully emphasizes the reason why we want the community to continue to invest into our athletics department because a stronger and more visible athletic department, particularly with that football program now on, on these nationally televised games, leads to growing the profile and enhancing the profile of your university, right? Which only continues to drive more students to us, more research dollars, and more opportunities 
to grow our community. And that's the cycle we want to see is we need our community to continue, and whether that's through RCAF, buying season tickets. If you're a local business owner, please jump on the corporate ticket challenge here with the last few weeks of that rolling out. This is going to be a lot of fun to continue to, to, to sustain this trajectory and hopefully uh, propel us forward as a whole community. This is going to be a lot of fun, and, and I'm excited and energized by what we're doing. Uh, but for this year, you know, when we get back for that game against Nichols on September 11th, I'm excited to see – uh, a rock and Cajun field and uh, folks getting out there and really having things we don't want to hear is, is uh, what if, and dang, I missed out. Right. I hope, uh, I hope our folks are really making sure that they're not going to miss out on any of the activity and the fun this year and uh, being a part of something very special and exciting. Nico Yanko, our guest. So how are, how are season tickets right now? What, what's, where's the number at for, uh, for this year for football? You know, we're trending a little ahead of where we were back in 2019, but I'll tell you, Scott, you know, that's never mind good enough. Um, we got to continue to find ways to get more and more people uh, involved with uh, season ticket purchases. You know, that's that's something for us that truly can be a game changer for us in this community. You know, we, we rolled out the corporate season ticket challenge, which has gotten uh, over 100 new businesses involved with um, our, our season ticket processes. So that's great to see. That's new participation. That's new membership. Uh, but for us, this is an opportunity, again, to continue to promote this. And I appreciate you, you bringing that up, is, is we got to continue to climb here, right? We need people to understand that, you know, a, se- a strong season ticket membership can, can only go out and help will a team onto victory, right? You guys can be the difference maker, okay? Uh, and those revenues go back into supporting our student-athlete experience is, is uh, paramount for us and what we need to do and accomplish this, as particularly we're recruiting uh, against great programs out there now. And we have to continue to find ways to put resources behind championship-caliber programs. And this is one vehicle for us that we have to continue to emphasize. So if you're not a season ticket holder, please consider. And if you are, I want to say thank you. Uh, but do us a favor. I'm, I'm going to challenge you here today. Go out and recruit a friend to, to join up and buy season tickets uh, over over at our, our box office located at the Cajun Dome. And uh, please get involved today. All right, this is, a, this is a partnership with our community, and we need you involved uh, as a season ticket member and RCAF member. You know, I know that some people say, I wait, you know, do general admission, and, you know, you might hear a season ticket number and say, well, that's what the crowd's going to be. No, it's there's, there's good. That's not like explain to the listeners, Nico, why the the difference between that that someone makes when they buy a season ticket as opposed to, well, you know what? There's one game I maybe can't make because I'm out of town, but I'll be in town for all the other ones. I'll just I'll just get a ticket that day. What difference does it make in in the athletic department when it's season tickets as opposed to let me just wait? You know, it, it means all the difference, right? You know, those are brag points for us. Publicly or or within our peers or other conferences, you know, we're all comparing notes, you know, right? You know, we get to say, uh, you know, this is our strong season ticket membership base, okay? And those are things that people look at, and I think that's something to make sure that we're always conscious of as a fan base is be a part of this, right? And be the, be a part of the team behind the team here. We need you. Uh, also, for me, the most important part here is understanding where those resources go. Those go into building championship caliber programs and investing in the lives of our student athletes. We got 400 student athletes and each one of those dollars invested into our athletics programs goes to create a better and healthier experience for them while they're on our campus for the 
for the four or five years they're here. And uh, we hope to only continue to grow those resources to provide them a better experience and to position our sport programs to compete for and win championships. Uh, so for me, it's so much more than just the numbers. It, it's, it's where the dollars make the impact. And I think that's the key here is understanding that every dollar makes an impact in each one of those 400 unique examples of our great student athletes. We could sit here and talk about Levi Lewis or TJ Wisham or some of these great kids that we all know uh, very, very visibly, very public from a football team. But man, we got, we got 398 others uh, with that are just like them, but in their own way, right? They're just so special. We have some great kids that are ambassadors of our university. And I know our community would be proud to know that those are the folks that are representing them day in and day out. And, uh, and I love to see it. And that's where, for us, we got to continue to emphasize the impact and communicate the impact of those dollars. And we can't thank people enough who are already on board. But I do, I do want to encourage that group. Or if you're listening in a day, you know, recruit a friend. We need them on board. Okay, let's get out there and support us here. And I think that, for me, Scott, is, is the key uh, to answer that question. So where where are we at right now, numbers-wise? Do you have that or not readily available? You know, off the top of my head, you know, I haven't got my weekly update yet. I typically get those Friday afternoons. But I'll tell you, you know, we're trending about, um, you know, I'd probably say about 20% higher than where we were in 2019. But, but again, as I've told you, for me, uh, we have to find a way to double, triple those numbers, okay? Um, we have to find a way to continue to pack out Cajun Field, right? You want to talk about creating an atmosphere that is hostile for opponents to come play. That, uh, And quite frankly, for me, from a fan experience, a part of fan experience is being a part of a, of a packed house, right? You want to have your friends there. You want to see a party. But, man, I'm, I don't know if it's the humidity in the air. Have you seen Cajun Field when it gets rocking, man? The 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 energy and the noise it doesn't escape it stays right in there man and that is just so much fun and and it just makes such a fun environment i hope people remember you know i know last year was a unique anomaly for all of us right with with covid and the process that we had but man get back out there for how good of a time it is to celebrate and to get out there with friends and tailgate the way we know how, right? And uh, enjoy all the game day pageantry, right? I'm, I'm more excited to welcome the pageantry back, and it's going to be something special. So for me, I just hope fans know, please, please get involved. We need, we need you. But two, man, I really hope you don't miss out because it's going to be fun. Nico Yanko, Deputy Director of Athletics External Operations at Louisiana, our guest. So with the season beginning a week from in the home opener two weeks from tomorrow against Nichols. What, if any, kind of protocols would be in place for home games at Cajun Field um, as it pertains to COVID-19? Yeah, so right now, you know, what I would have to say, uh, Scott, is, you know, we're looking forward to welcoming back all the pageantry of game days from Cajun Walk and all the other specifics and tailgating parking in normal capacity. So we're going to roll out some information on uh, our, our website here probably in the next uh, few days or so. But for us, you know, it's always a top priority to make sure that we're creating a, a safe environment for, for all guests and patrons on game days. So, you know, we'll continue to encourage, you know, uh, folks to wear masks and we'll have hand sanitizers. But one thing to keep in mind is, look, there's plenty of, of opportunities, whether it be on the hill or the east side or even parts of the upper deck where uh, if you want to space out and have some space, you have those opportunities for you there. So uh, those are things for us that we, we're just going to continue to communicate. And as always, you know, we'll follow along with any state guidelines that are out there. Uh, but for us, you know, we're, we're going to continue just to focus on uh, communicating those details. But, you know, the most important thing here is that you're going to have 
concessions rolling. We're going to have a lot of fun opportunities to get out there for tailgating, which if you're still interested in tailgating, please, you know, hop on board with that right now and contact our team with the RCAF. So there's so many good things that are going to be going on with game day. But, you know, Scott, as it relates to just the safety of the environment, you know, we're going to encourage masks and, and we'll have some hand sanitizers. And uh, again, just know that there's going to be some socially distanced opportunities within that menu. So as of now, that's kind of what it looks like, and obviously it's potentially subject to change based on the virus. As we, you know, we, we there's a every now and then in South Louisiana something happens, and it's like, oh well, now there's a storm here. Now it's that you guys will always adjust, but as of now, it's just, you know what, encouraging you to wear masks, sanitize, do what you can, and uh, you know, yeah. go have fun. Tailgating's back, so nothing, yeah. no, no permanent strict guideline right now, but more or less no. just don't be dumb. Right. I mean, is that is that is that the Cliff's Notes version is just don't be stupid. (laughs) Fair enough. You know, for us, you know, just make sure you're doing your daily self check. Look, if if you're having symptoms or if if you're not feeling well, um, you know, or if you do know that you're you know positive, whatever that might be, please you know take take the rest of the fan base into consideration and and help us create a a safe environment for all fans on game days. But for us right now, you know, we we want to continue to message those things that are just you know the the traditional stuff we would typically talk about is, you know, do the daily self-check, you know, wear the mask. If, you know, we're encouraging that. Uh, it's not mandatory, but we do encourage it. Um, and then obviously, you know, use the hand sanitizer and, and wash your hands and that type of stuff. So those are the details that we're, we're just focusing on, Scott. And uh, for us, again, we're excited, you know, to still continue to stay at 100% capacity uh, and get out there and really uh, rev up Cajun Field, man. We got an opportunity here. It's momentum building that I haven't seen in my five seasons. I'll put it that way. Uh, Louisiana ranked number 23 in the country. They open up their season a week from tomorrow at Texas. Uh, I know a number of fans that are traveling for that one. You got uh, Nichols on the 11th. Five days later, Ohio at Cajun Field. And, um, you know, a a number of home games this year that present, as you said, tailgating opportunities. And uh, one more time, I know folks certainly have missed that and uh, that was uh, one of the, you know, one of the things that makes game day special, no doubt. Having a top twenty-five team and um, you know, team coming off a historic season, that's pretty special as well. A lot of things happening. But one more time, for those that are listening, you know, in the past, maybe they've been interested in tailgating and haven't really known the. De- where, where can they? Who who do they contact? Where do they go in terms of if they're interested in maybe uh, procuring a tailgating spot? Absolutely. Please reach out to our ticket office or our RCAF team. Uh, both staffs are, are on deck, ready to help you. And I know a lot of folks are already out in the community, um, you know, as we're trying to rev up our fan base uh, for these coming games. So uh, please reach out if you are interested. Um, you know, we have plenty of offerings, whether it be from season tickets to the corporate ticket challenge, uh, which is basically a discount for you to take and, you know, give an opportunity to incentivize either staff or uh, reward your customers and bring them out in a great fashion. Um, and then from there, obviously, the tailgating opportunities that present themselves as well. Uh, in the coming, you know, like I said, in the coming days, we'll actually roll out some more details of our traditional communication on game days of just some things based on concessions or uh, what that looks like from just parking lots opening, uh, you know, the game day trolleys, all of those things that we do that create just such a special pageantry for our game days here. So we're excited about it, Scott. And, and, uh, and again, can't say it enough. 
get out and support this ranked football program, but also come out and support your soccer program and your volleyball team. We've got a lot of competitive things going on right now that I think our community be proud in and proud of, right? And, and I think this is going to be a lot of fun for us as we continue to propel the momentum forward here for UL Athletics. Nick Yanko, Deputy Director of Athletics and External Operations at UL, our guest. I'm Scott Prather. It's ESPN 1420. I talked to you on the show a number of times over the last year, but a, a, a little less than a year ago, the work that you and the staff were putting in at Cajun Field, you were preparing to welcome limited attendance where there was socially distanced. You had to mark every single bench. And where I'm getting at, Nico, is you were just talking about some of the challenges that you guys were going through to get everything ready to host the game. And I talked to you and Dr. Maggard a lot about the challenges of dealing with with the bid for an athletic program at any school, and in particular a G5 school and in particular UL. Fast forward now to the present. What is the current challenge, or I guess biggest challenge as it relates to, you know, the pandemic and whether it be a financial thing in the office, whether it be a workload thing, what's the biggest challenge currently not so much what's been the biggest challenge over the last year but what's the biggest challenge currently as uh you know soccer and volleyball is happening and football is about to get revved up here you know scott i'll start with this you know of course you know covid and, and the financial climate and all you know you got a hurricane staring you down right now uh, those those are certainly things that i think are, are obstacles for us but uh, the thing that I'm probably most proud about, though, Scott, is how our, our staff is so resilient and adaptive. Uh, I'm going to give some shout-outs to guys like John Duga, uh, Jake Longnecker, who just stepped up to be our head of marketing, uh, our digital strategy team and communications team led by Josh Bruner, doing a great job of making sure we're communicating uh, often and as thorough as we can during those times. Um, you know, you got a great group of folks in the ticket office now led by Cali Judice that are really trying to make sure we're providing great customer service. Um, young people like Marcus Mark, who are helping us out on the game operation side of things. Those people, I think, don't get enough credit for maneuvering and navigating these obstacles daily. And I would tell you that those are the things that probably create the most um, – time-consuming fronts for us is just constantly staying ahead of what we need to be handling, right? Uh, because priorities shift and change in this new day and age, if you will. Uh, on top of that, as Dr. Maggard and Dr. Savoir are constantly finding ways to navigate, you know, the landscape of higher education, right? So these things are constantly evolving. Um, but for us, you know, I look at it as these are really opportunities for us to shine. And uh, I bring it back to, you know, for fans to stay in, involved, you know, follow along on social media, uh, but also stay, right? We need your time, talent, and treasure. And that's only going to help us continue to position ourselves in a better place as we continue to navigate, you know, really what this new normal of, of college athletics is right now. But also, uh, you know, you're still got lingering effects of, of the pandemic, right? So for us, um, you know, I, I know this group wakes up hungry and, you know, leaded with some coffee and, and we're, we're ready to take it on. Uh, but I do have to give a shout out to that group for really positioning us in the best way that we can to, to handle um, the obstacles as they come. And, and as uh, we continue to stay nimble to navigate through this um, kind of uncharted water still. And uh, for us, you know, you know, we just hope that fans understand and be patient with us on certain processes and timing. 
but I promise you that that crew is working 24 seven and they're hungry as ever. And uh, I, I know our coaching staff is right along with them and our student athletes know that uh, we're ready to go out and represent something special here for our community and our university. So basically the, 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 the most difficult current challenge is kind of the unknown of, okay, there's, there seems to be new challenges that we can't see coming. That's probably the hardest part, but the staff as you're saying, has pretty much taken each one and just rolled with it, regardless of what it might be. That's right, man. Whether it be financial, uh, health and safety, um, whatever it might be from a, you know, from a, a national perspective or even on a local level, uh, this staff has been through a lot, and I really do know that we've uh, grown together as a unit. And uh, for us, you know, I really do believe sky's the limit with this crew, and they're they're doing such a special job. Uh, even with our athletic training staff and sport performance crews, you know what they're doing to make sure our student athletes have a a safe um, and really a healthy environment for them to perform and train in, right? And to to focus on player development, uh, you, you got to really compliment the team right now for all the great things they've done. Uh, not only over the past eighteen months, but I know where we're going. Uh, they're going to be the answer to, to how we continue to to make this athletic department as strong as we can. Coach Billy Napier and the Rage Occasion football team will be traveling to Texas a week from tomorrow. Top 25 showdown between number 23 and number 19. Uh, volleyball and soccer continue their seasons right now. Uh, Coach Napier scheduled to join me Monday morning on this show. Look forward to talking to him for game week. Louisiana Athletics Live uh, Monday night at Pete's at 6 o'clock. And, you know, obviously, if the storm uh, takes a shift toward this, maybe some things get altered a little bit. But uh, right now, let's let's make plans to be there, make an appointment listening. Looking forward to football season. Nico Yanko has been our guest, Deputy Director of Athletic um, and External Operations. Nico, I know that you and your wife welcomed um, a little one into the world a few months ago. How is that, and are you getting any sleep? <laughs> Uh, sleep comes and goes, but man, the moments are special. And uh, Cheney has been such a blessing for Marnie and I, and we are so, so lucky to have her. Uh, she lights up our world. And, and uh, for us, you know, I know Marnie is, I'm so lucky. I, I think everybody knows I clearly outkicked my coverage there and, and uh, no married up. But man, no but man, she has been. Uh, you know, superwoman. Uh, and, and I always knew, you know, just obviously having great women in my life, like my mom and my sister, I, I always knew growing up that, um, and, you know, my grandma, that women were special. But for me, you know, getting to see Marnie become a mom, uh, again, just superhero uh, and super superhuman strength, right? And uh, that to me has been so just um, inspiring and, and really uh, I can't tell you how lucky I am to have her as a, you know, my, my partner in crime there. And she's just something special. So again, Cheney's been just a blessing for us. And I can't wait to get her out there, you know, in some raging Cajun gear on these game days. You know, I think she's going to have some fun. She's already starting to smile and chuckle and have some fun and get a little bit of a personality. So uh, I know she's really going to be excited to get out there with us and cheer on the Cajuns this fall. Uh, so if maybe maybe you said when we started this conversation, your favorite Beastie Boys songs depends on what kind of mood you're in. So it sounds like your favorite one today might be Gratitude. That's right. That, no, that's a good point, man. <laughs> that that spot on, spot on. All That'll right. be on my Spotify here in a, here in a little bit when we get back to the office. 
Hey, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I told uh, I told Dr. Maggard he should just listen to the mix-up since he likes jazz and funk and there's no, you know, singing on it. It's just instrumentation. He said he'd do it. You and I both know he would just said that. So, I don't know, man. You need to slip it into his rotation. Just let it start playing in his office one day. I'll have to get that going for us there. I think I think he'll be surprised, but I think he'll find himself in a good rhythm and a working routine that day. Hey, so any, I love it. Uh-huh. Any, anything else you want to add before I let you go? No, Scott, it's just great to be on here, and I, I can't thank you enough for the time this morning and always sharing the great things happening with our athletic department. And, uh, again, want to thank Cajun Nation for uh, staying invested and getting involved with our sport programs. And as I can say it again, if you're involved now, thank you. If you're not, I hope you consider. And if you are involved, please, please go and recruit friends. Get them involved any way they can, right? Whether that be buying season tickets, going to the bookstore, buying a shirt, uh, going and joining the RCAF for as little as $4.17 a month. And uh, shoot, just get out to Cajun Field and let's have some fun. And just uh, remember what the game day pageantry and, and the fun is all about. And let's get back to our traditions and, and let's have some fun. So, uh, again, can't can't thank you enough scott for letting us share those great things today and uh, again happy wear red friday and go cajuns thank you nico all the best man we'll talk soon see you all right don't go anywhere jamboree football last night we'll give you all the scores and what's on tap this evening espn 1420 it's the great scott show